Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 65 of the No Shame in My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest... Swazi! <laughs> hey Swazi! Hey Swazi, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, really good, really good. I am looking forward to Christmas. This hey. Christmas could not come any closer, any quicker. I'm ready. Can you believe in five weeks we'll be in 2022? Listen, everyone's like, don't say that. Say it. Say it with your chest. Five weeks. I'm ready to sit down and munch all of the Maltesers in the celebration box. I'm ready for one, two, three, four, five Christmas dinners. Bring it on. I'm ready for this. Speaking of um, Christmas food, what's your favorite like Christmas food item? Well, I'm sure we'll get into this, but my dad's side are from Mauritius and my mum's side are West Indian, so we're Guyanese. And so the Christmas table has always been my favourite table of the year. My dad is a chef, actually, and so he always whips up seafood. In Mauritius, we love seafood. And so it's usually crab and lobster and shrimp and prawns. But on my mum's side, it's like curry goat, rice and peas, um, roti. You've got... um, But then we do all the traditional, like, yeah, okay, we've got turkey on there. I'm not a massive fan of turkey, but hey-ho, we have turkey there. We have everything and then of course desserts come through and you're just like is there any room for banoffee pie yes there is apple crumble and custard this this podcast could be very easy all over food you know (laughs) but yeah i love i love christmas yeah i love the family i love everything that it means and yeah excited Good vibes. Just one final question. I know you said you're from the West Indies. Plantain or plantain? Oh, plantain. We're doing. Who is saying plantain in 2021? I know that. Don't let me lose your, your lose your followers. Don't let me lose your listeners. This girl, this wild girl. But yeah, plantain is uh is the correct way of saying it. So we started beef. We started with another war. So I can agree to disagree. But no, that's a great intro. You're so gracious, sis. You're so gracious. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, we're just going to launch into the first question, Swazi, which I ask all my guests, which is, what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? I want to bring my full name, which is Francoise Adele McCallie. And I want to bring the name that I love to go by, which is Swazi. Um, and the story goes that my mom told me, she said when I was younger, she said to herself, if I ever have a little girl, I will give her a French name. And so the name she gave me is Francoise Adele McCallie. And I love my name. I really, really love my name. And like many of us, you know, our names are precious to us. And I do love my name. And yet through school and work, I just had the battle that so many of us face where people butcher your name and people cannot say your name. Um, And so after school, I had a really, really hard time. I joined a youth group that happened to be part of City Gates Christian Centre. The youth group is called Blueprint. And when I started this youth group, I didn't want to have the baggage of people mispronouncing and missaying my name and all of that that comes with it. And so um, I introduced myself as Swazi. And since that day, when I was 14 years old, Everyone now, apart from my mom and my family, call me Swazi. I had to actually do some research on my own name. Imagine at my big, big age, I thought, what is the best way to share with someone how to best pronounce my name? And so Francoise is almost in two syllables. You've got France, like the country France, mm-hmm. and then Soise, that is the second syllable. So Francoise. Um, and like I said, my mum is from the Caribbean, so we're Guyanese, and the Guyanese will have an accent. And then my nan, my dad's mum, is a Chinese small woman with a big French accent. 
so in Mauritius they speak Creole they speak broken French and so she's mm-hmm. always said my name with a beautiful French accent and so growing up I always heard my name so beautifully like everyone had no problem mispronouncing my name it's only till I got to school and work and people were like oh what do you say how do you say your name um and so the best way to pronounce my name would be to say Francoise and put that together Francoise wow and what does it mean do you know what um I never really walked or I never really grew up understanding the meaning of my name. When I met my boyfriend Chico, um, he is from Zimbabwe and his heritage is Zimbabwe and Jamaica. So um, when his eldest sister first had her daughter, she invited us to the naming ceremony. And I'd never been to a naming ceremony, certainly hadn't been to a Zimbabwean naming ceremony. And I remember how beautiful this day was. And one of their aunts stood up and gave this beautiful analogy of your name. And she said, our names are like baskets that carry us through our life. And I just thought, wow, isn't that so, so precious to think of your name like that. And so when I Googled what my name meant, it means free one. And every time I say to someone, oh, my name means free one. They say, yeah, that's written all over you. Of course, your name means free one. Look how much freedom and joy you bring. (laughs) And it was only really until I went to their naming ceremony, I had no idea what my name meant. Um, And so that's really now become a huge part of my identity, to be honest. And that's quite recent. Um, And so, yeah, Francoise means free one. And I guess what is it also is, well, it's a it's a nickname off of my full name. So, yeah, I'll claim it. Free one is the one I'm going to go with. And you know what? There will be people listening to this podcast like, what? You're a fraud, Swaz. I didn't know you had another name. Everyone just thinks that my name is Swazi. Um, And I just have to say this, really. When I was growing up in school, really when I got to secondary school, I had one particular teacher who absolutely knocked my confidence. I can't even really remember her name. There was one particular history lesson. I think I'm in like year 10. I think I became a Christian around this time as well. Year 10. And we're in class. I'm sitting down and she goes to me. She's doing the register and she says, oh, your name it's so hard to say I'm gonna call you Caroline (laughs) I was like what oh wow and she said yeah I'm gonna call you Caroline and if you don't answer to this name you're gonna be sent out of class and of course I'm not used to being called Caroline Caroline isn't my name you know I had all names growing up I had Francesca I had Frankie I had Franchi I had Fran I had every derivative of Francoise and I never had my name and so when she threw all of that out the park and said yeah I'm gonna call you Caroline it just didn't stick I just went through my history class always being outside of lesson because she'd throw me out every lesson for not answering to Caroline You know, our mums in school are real superheroes because often if it's not our mum in our corner fighting our case, there isn't anyone else to fight your battle. She came to a a parents evening and I got in a bit of trouble in history, of course, because I kicked off about my name not being Caroline. And I thought, oh, my mum is, you know, I thought I was going to be in the one. If you saw the way this Spanish teacher got it, she said, "Mm, I'm going to learn how to say this girl's name because I don't (laughs) want to run into any more trouble with her mum. I remember my mum saying, what kind of nonsense do you think that you're doing? Doing, calling my girl a completely different name to the one that I gave. How dare you? You better learn her name. We didn't have, well, I certainly didn't have language for racism and, you know, things that was just so, um, so rude. You didn't, you, mm. and because there was a power thing of, you know, you're the student, they're the teacher, they know everything. I just did not know how to navigate that. And so that really knocked my confidence. And I think around that time I became a Christian. 
there happened to be a youth group at the end of my at the end of my road called Blueprint. And I didn't know anything about this this youth group. It happened that my friend who went to my school went to this church and she said, look, I'm rolling to Friday night's youth group. Would you want to come? And I was like, yeah, cool. Let me give it a shot. I got there. It happened to be a testimony night. And as the night goes on, people are coming up to the front talking about this gospel and they just shared how they've gone through this, that and the other, or they've had baggage or they've got mess, but they've laid it at the cross of Jesus Christ, the person who came 2000 years ago, um, that God himself was pleased to dwell in the body of this man, Jesus Christ. And he died on a cross. He rose again three days later. And if someone is going to die and rise again from crucifixion, I said to myself, mm, I better listen to what this guy's got to say because this is not a normal guy he must got stuff to say and I heard the gospel for the first time but really I have to be honest I wasn't looking for God I was just looking for somewhere to put my shame and my guilt somewhere you know I didn't know what to do with that shoplifting experience and I didn't know what to do with praying and then being let go of and being heard and being freed from that I, I just needed something someone to explain that to me and so when I heard the gospel I said wow I want to know more about Jesus and yeah began to follow him didn't have a moment mm. of revelation didn't have a you know a, a blinding moment like Paul did but when I got there people would say you oh, know what's your name when I was younger, I had brilliant cousins. I love, I got a big family, big, big family. And one uh -huh. of my cousins, she goes out to Corinne. She was just playing with my name. She was like, Francoise, Soise, Soise. And the cousins would just be like, Soise, that's good. That runs like, I'm going to call you Soise. And I just never really, when I was young, I was like, what are you talking about? My mom's called me Francoise. Like, that's my name. And I never really thought of it. So the moment on that Friday night, someone said, what's your name? For some reason, Soise came to mind and it sounded cool. It was easier to say. And people was like, oh, that's a cool name I've never heard of a Swazi before that sticks and from that moment Swazi Swazi was my name and people to this day don't know that my full name is Francois Kelly. <laughs> they just go by Swazi and then of course there's cool names that come from that Swaz Swa people just you know gave me nicknames off the back of my nickname um, and that was pretty cool so I felt really comfortable really accepted and I think that's what it's that's what names do isn't there there's a sense of belonging a sense of acceptance when someone says your name and because I found that at that youth group I didn't find that at school I stuck with Swazi um, and yeah to this day <laughs> it never left love it <laughs> <laughs> I get as much joy from people calling me Swazi as I do from my mum calling me Francoise. For me, an identity and feeling like I belong and I'm accepted, both names do that for me. And so, yeah, what started off as really tricky going through school where people couldn't say my name, something beautiful has come from that. And I give God thanks, you know, I read the Bible and I see so many people whose names have changed along the way, haven't they? Simon Peter, for example, we his gang, his gang, his family, his mum and dad would have called him Simon or whatever the, the Aramaic, the Aramaic you know, equivalent would have been. And, and Jesus rocks up and he's like, no, I'm going to call you Cephas. You're going to be called the rock. It's a cool nickname. And it's like, when I, when I became a Christian, I really, you know, I really felt like Jesus just gave me a new nickname. He gave me a new identity. And, and we know as Christians that we are not the person who we once were. We're given a new identity. We're born again. And the minute I stepped into that youth church and people gave me a new name, I was like, wow, I can start fresh. I'm not the old person I used to be. I don't struggle with the same things I'm okay there's a growing process yes but I can start clean I can start fresh and and this is exciting and so yeah I, I link my nickname Swazi very much to my new identity in Christ to being a Christian to 
So just something being new and and that's beautiful. I think the world craves that. Um, and so when my name Swazi is said, it is symbolic of that. And I do, yeah, secretly, you know, inwardly love that. Many people won't know that, of course, but for me and what my journey's been, you know, being given a new name screams new identity in Christ. And yeah, I love that. Amen. That's such like a precious account of the power that we have in naming mm-hmm. naming things or like the power that naming people yeah like that teacher for example that you shared about like giving you a completely completely different name that was not in yeah. any way <laughs> related yeah. to you like the right. disrespect that comes with that and then mm. yeah you enter this youth group space and like becoming tied to this new name but mm. more importantly this new identity in Christ I have a lot of grace for that teacher, ironically, because what I would have loved to have happened if I was in her shoes for that young kid to come to me and say, this is how you say my name phonetically, you know, and to break that down. I I love my mum because when we were learning to read, my mum's a big advocate for phonetic spelling. Like she would break down words so that when you were learning to read other subjects or other books, you would recognize the sound of a group of letters and you could apply that in other words. So phonetics are, are huge. And really my name phonetics is not hard. Francoise. It's two syllables. You know, mm-hmm. there are other kids in my class who had far trickier names than mine with more syllables. And so, you know, I think of names like Siobhan that are spelt Sioban. You know, you've got names with silent letters, but we know how to say those names. And so I think saying someone's name phonetically now as a host and as a presenter whenever I get a special guest I always ask them please can you write me your name phonetically because mm. I will have that on my script I will have that on my zoom or you know whatever we're doing now in 2021 but it just makes <laughs> sure that I don't mispronounce someone's name because I've been burnt by someone you know butchering my name and I know how that feels and so ironically you know well not ironically but in God's wisdom and in God's kindness you know I've had to feel the sting of someone mispronouncing my name to then have the grace and the the oomph to make sure I go over and beyond to say someone's name correctly. I hate saying mm. someone's name wrong. I really, really hate that. Um, and so even if it's awkward, I'll say to someone, you know, how do you say your name? And I'll do it for all of my panelists or all of my guests, because I don't want to assume the way I would say someone's name is the way that they pronounce their name. And so to do both is what I would love for the system for teachers to do. And, and it comes down to care. And so mm. just to go that extra way to be caring and kind um, and patient with someone to get their name right is, is so important. And it, it, it has a lot to do with a kid's confidence. And I know that really knocked mine. Um, and so getting someone's name right, yeah, is, is really loving, but it's also really gracious. That's so good. Yeah, such a wonderful lesson. I'm going to try a little segue here. I don't know if it's going to work, but can we talk about your middle name? Francoise Adele, do you know what I mean? I've always, <laughs> I've always just known my name as Adele. Like I didn't... You know, I, I, it's so funny when someone famous has your name because it one helps you to say, yeah, like Adele, so people know instantly who you're talking about. But what happens when you don't have a famous Francoise to cling to? You know, you don't have someone in that... Well, maybe there are famous Francoise. Girl, you are the famous Francoise. (laughs) It's true. It's so true. It's like, when you're the first one, you're like, okay, well, this is is who you got to go by. It's me, guys. Do you know what I mean? But I think Adele... I love my name, Adele, and... Yeah, I love Adele also. I love her music. I love her I love her craft and so it's a good thing. I do love my name Adele and my mum 
loves it too. And, and my dad, I'm, I'm sure as well. But yeah, it's funny, isn't it? That because Adele is an easier name, I guess, to say than Francoise, I didn't go for an introduction. I know people take their middle names instead of their first names or, or however they play it. But I guess, yeah, that just never was an op- and that just never was a thought to me. I just wanted to go by Swazi because my cool cousin Corinne thought of it and was like, yeah, this runs. And I think it's affirmations from cousins who are older than you. You know, you always mm-hmm. look up to the older cousins. You, you mm-hmm. love being affirmed and accepted by them first regardless of what your world is so small at that point your world is your aunts your uncles your grandparents your cousins and if your cousins who are super cool think you're cool well that's enough I don't need an Adele I need my cousin Corinne to be like yeah your name slaps like it bangs let's go and so that enough that was enough for me I don't know, people are talking about an audience with Adele and had the teacher mm. that she brought on and the impact that that teacher had on, I guess, her confidence. So that's mm. why I was trying to make that segue. No, I had brilliant teachers and all of them, my English teacher, my drama teachers, my my math teacher, Miss Bones, they, you know, they they made sure to say my name and, and I never felt like I did in their classes how I felt mm-hmm. in history. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's true. If you're, if you're a teacher and you're listening, don't underestimate the power that you can have an influence in your classroom for the confidence that kids feel and leave with when they go on and become big people. You know, I'm a big person now. I'm no longer in school. The confidence that I had in school, definitely much of that came from good teachers um, who really loved and cared for me so true and so it's the English teachers isn't it the drama teachers it is <laughs> it, really, it really is it's true it really is true We like to um, teach people new things with this podcast. So mm. it's grown from like a frustration perspective, almost to like a sort of learning platform where we can just learn yeah, how to say names properly and yeah, learn languages. Do you speak um, French Creole or I don't know I what don't. they're speaking in, in Guyana? Do they speak Guyana. Patois? They speak a lot of jokes. That's what they speak. They'd be forever <laughs> bantering with you. That's what they speak. <laughs> so, so the running joke in our family is that we're fluent in English and rubbish. That's what we say. Um, no, no, no. So my dad is fluent in French and, and um, well, yeah, French and Creole and Mauritius. He did try to teach me French when I was growing up. I went to French school and I just didn't enjoy it. I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't take to it, but I taught, I, I learned GCSE French and that was great. I had a great teacher, Mr. Ray. Absolutely adore Mr. Ray. Very strict, very scary, but an absolute teddy bear inside. He was such a softie. <laughs> Honestly, he's always the strictest teachers, isn't it? That's someone like him. He he brought my name to life in class because I was the only girl with a French name, I think, anyway. And so when I heard when I heard Mr. Ray say my name, it was like my grandma say my name because they both Aww. have French accents. And, it, mm-hmm. and, you know, that for me was... It was just such a confidence boost. It was like, that's how you say my name. I love my French class because he's going to say my name right. There's definitely times where I'm around my family where I can understand more of the Creole or more of the French just because of body language and the way that they speak. And, you know, there's much more to language than words, isn't there? So I can understand, but I can't speak fluently. Although my boyfriend will say, yeah, you can, Swaz. You can hold a conversation, which is true. I probably could hold a longer conversation than what I think. But yeah, I definitely need to brush up on my French. And um, yeah, my mum my mom loves languages. She speaks French and Spanish oh, and she's wow. learning both of those. So um, yeah, she's great. She's, she's great with languages. Um, yeah, I need 
need to brush up though definitely that's so cool I was going to say literally before when I got distracted or confused I was going to say there's something about names that shows that you see someone like when you mm. say someone's name correctly mm-hmm. that shows that like you're acknowledging um, that they're there they're human sort of vibes yeah it's picking yeah. up on what you've been saying today so yeah girl thanks for bringing that to life no. oh good <laughs> amen Um, you've mentioned your walk with Christ and mm. yeah, how your faith has, I guess, influenced every aspect of your life. Really random. Do you have a favorite name from scripture? And Ooh, a follow-up question. That. How do you think the Lord uses names to like reinforce people's humanity and identity? Yeah. It's so funny as you ask that question. I'm just thought of the scene um of the resurrection, you know, so, so Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb, doesn't she? And she's sitting there and I think it's either in Luke or John where the tomb is empty and she's one of the first, which is ironic given that she's a woman and a woman of her status and all the rest Uh of it. And she's sitting there and she's weeping, she's crying and, and, you know, the angel is there and she thinks that this angel is a gardener and she starts to go at him with all the vim, like, where have you put the body? Where is he? What have you done with him? And, you know, this angel just speaks to her. But then when she recognizes it's Jesus, how does she recognize it's Jesus? But by him calling her her name, Mary. And it's only until he says Mary, she recognizes it's the Lord. And it just says to me that God is not, he's not, um, he takes names very seriously, doesn't he? He, he isn't flippant with names. He, he has a place for our names. And the fact that he called her Mary, it was only until then. And she was seen, she was recognized, you know, and I'm sure he would have said it in a way that only the Lord Jesus would say the name Mary and the way that she would relate to him. But I think it's the same with, you know, Peter or, or, or Saul, 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 why are you persecuting me? And his name then changes Paul. And there is a whole thing around names and identity and new identity that I just think is beautiful in Christ like um and that's pretty special so yeah there are definitely times where um you know the Lord has has just affirmed my name to me whether that's in prayer whether that's at church whether that's wherever just to give me confidence that he knows me by name and that's really really important that God knows me by name and so yeah I'm grateful for the name that he has given me and and to know then that it means free one all these years later I just think God is laughing at me like this girl she doesn't even know like (laughs) I've given her all this joy and freedom and wait till she finds out her name means free one her mind's going to be blown and my night my mind was blown um and so yeah I do think God really does put a lot of care into the names that he gives us. Um, and I love that about God. Amen. I, I go back to what you said about um, going to your boyfriend's sister's child's name ceremony. And I just think that, um, yeah, with I guess with your your mum giving you this name, but also like God giving you, I guess, essentially a new name. It's almost mm. like this. Um, the most official name naming ceremony, like the council of like witnesses, like to this new name, this new creature in Christ. I'm just like, ah, mm. <laughs> so yeah, it's <good."> true. <laughs> <laughs> so good, but yeah, I guess we're coming to the last questions, Swazi, um, which I ask everyone. I guess, what do you want the world to know about your name or names in general? I would like people to know my name for. 
I guess what it means then, if it means free one, that there is a freedom with speaking, with integrity and honesty and authenticity, that there isn't a fear to speak up and say what you want to say. And oftentimes I'm on a panel or I am, you know, um, hosting an event and I'm the only Swazi in the room, in the whole event, you know, and, and that makes me feel really special actually, because it reminds me there is only one of me. And whether, whether you have a name that someone else shares and you happen to be at the same event, it's still true that you have nicknames that only a few people will call you or you still have an individuality to you um, and that makes you unique and that makes your voice and your story unlike anyone else's. Yeah, I'm big on legacy and these big words, you know, I, I love the history makers and so I just pray that by God's grace alone, the Lord would lead me to do work that is really significant and impactful that will be remembered. And to be honest, I'm happy for the Lord to scratch out my name and put Jesus there because really all that I want to do is point to him. He is the one who's given me all the things that I enjoy and like to do. Um, and if it's not by his grace and his strength, what do I even, you know, do things with? Um, and so very happy for my name to be etched out and for his name to be engraved into all the things that I do. But yeah, I'd really love for people to walk away remembering my name as, oh, she was the one who had a lot of joy, a lot of energy, a lot of freedom in all that she did, whether that's heavy political stuff or radio things or just hosting people. I love to host dinner parties and host people and throw parties and just welcome people in. You know, if it's like anything in that sort of space, I am there. I love that. And so, yeah, freedom and joy and good vibes and just energy, but making people feel welcomed and seen and belong. Like, I think that's a really good word for me, like people belong and feel accepted because that's my own journey. And I think um, once people do feel as though they belong and feel as though they're, they are accepted, well, then everything else comes to life, doesn't it? You feel warm, you feel welcome. Um, and I love making people, as a host anyway, I love making people feel like that. Um, so yeah, definitely vibes along those lines, but to be remembered as the person who yeah, is very small and God is very big. I'm happy with that. Amen. And you're an incredible host, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sid. <laughs> so, no, so thank good. You. Oh, oh so it's been so good to speak to you about your thank name. Thank you, Sid. And no, your story. I'd like to ask people, do you have any like socials where people can follow you or any projects, events that are upcoming that you want the world to know about? So my name is Swazi Makali on socials, S-W-A-R-Z-Y-M-A-C-A-L-Y. Just Swazi Makali on Instagram and Twitter and anything else I may even have in the <laughs> social space. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my name on socials. Um, and yeah, anything coming up, I'm hosting a new show called Ooh. From the Corner. What Ooh. am I doing? Hosting a new boxing show brought to you by Joe in the Zone. It's really good, really, really good fun. And lots of things with special guests and games and yeah, just really good fun and then yeah you can catch me on kiss breakfast every saturday and sunday morning 8 to 11 a.m i'm up early with you so yeah good vibes good stories all that good stuff on a saturday and sunday kicking off the weekend um yeah that's me amazing thank you again Swazi. thank you for listening to the no shame in my name podcast until the next time bye
Don't forget to like, share and follow our content. We're on Instagram at No Shame In My Name Pods.